Hello and welcome back to the Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I'm your host, James. I'm joined by... Me. Matt. <laughs> How are you doing? Good, mate. Yourself? Yeah, get in there. Get in there. We're, we're getting ever so closer. Ever so closer to football. Yeah. Be back in England. Getting baby steps. Baby steps. Baby steps. We'll get on to the baby steps shortly, but Matt, we started a competition. Oh, well, yes, we have. Competition slash raffle slash... Charity event. Giveaway slash charity event. However you want to see it, we're doing it. Yeah. Um. So, Matt, explain it for me. Oh. Explain the, the okay. thing that we've purchased. Basically, what we've purchased is one of those... Um, you pick a football team from a list of 100, and it's like a scratchy thing at the end. So when you scratch... Scratch off the scratch thing, it reveals a team's name. And whoever's name that team is and you've got him, you win. Sort of deal. Yeah. So how we've done it is is you can pick as many teams as you want, but each pick is five pounds. Yeah. So literally I me, for example, I picked Sheffield United and Port Vale. I've put two on there. Matt, who have you picked? Uh Carlisle and Birmingham. There we go. So we both picked two each and we put ten pounds in. And then if at the end when we scratch it off, it's one of them we win 50% of the total money raised. Mm-hmm. And then the other 50% goes towards the NHS charities tackling COVID-19. So to give our bit of support that we can there. Obviously, it's a good cause helping the world out right now, <laughs> if anything, because it, it's a big issue that we've got. Um, what is the total so far we've uh, right. raised? Well, raised and team picks a different score because we're still waiting on payment from some people. Yeah, but so far, yeah. I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23 teams. 23 teams picked £5 a piece. What's that working out at, Mr. Mathematician? Uh, £115. There we go. So you're guaranteed Maybe. around £60. Um if you were to win. So, I mean, it's, it's worth chucking a five ring just to see if you could uh, be that winning team. And go obscure as well. Don't go for like your favourite teams like what I've done because I mean, it could be anyone. Double one with me, obscure and my favourite team, Carlisle. <laughs> I've gone I've gone favourite and like FIFA favourite team. I like doing a career mode with Port Vale. I mean... I don't know, I've just got some sort of pull with the club. I don't know what it is. You must love Tom Pope. (laughs) Yeah, to be fair, after his Man City antics earlier in its season, I do love Tom Pope. (laughs) Uh, But we'll go on to the who am I's anyway. So last week's, the player had played for Blackpool, Wigan, Luton, Chef Wednesday, West Brom and Sunderland. And who was the player, Matt? I believe it was Callum McManaman. It was indeed. And do you know who got it right? Uh, I'm guessing the fact that you just highlighted his name on the dock. I'm going to say Chris Hinton. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chris Hinton did I didn't know right. actually, who actually won this week. <laughs> Chris Hinton did get it right first. Uh, Dean Proud was followed shortly after. So, I mean, it's still neck and neck with them, but one point closer means Dean Proud's on eight and Chris Hinton's on five. So, three points is the gap now. Yeah. Moves the list up to 17. But this week's Who Am I? The player you are looking for has played with Ashley Cole, Sven Bender, and Socrates. 
So good luck on that one. Matt, your three players yep. are Kieran Agard, <laughs> Rocky Santa Cruz, <laughs> and Scott Parker. Right. As I read the, those out, I um I understand I've been horrible. <laughs> All right, Kieran Agard has literally <laughs> just played one game in the Premiership to qualify for this. So yeah. Not necessarily. Mm. Okay. Alright. Who am I? Uh, Teddy Sheringham, Harry Maguire and Jamal Lascelles. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you see, you combated me with the Kieran Agard thing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, dear. Right, well, we'll come back to them at the end of the show anyway because I've got no idea who that could be. So that should be eventful. Uh, some talking points to go through this week because there's been bits and bobs creeping out of the woodwork. So La Liga is set to return on June the 8th. So we have some uh, some exciting things to look forward to in Spain. Yes, football. Um, yeah, but on the topic of La Liga, Barcelona seem to be having a clear out of players Yeah, with serious potential, to be fair, because... They're quite big players. Uh, the first one being Coutinho. Yeah. So Bayern didn't want to make the deal permanent because obviously he's been out alone there and he'll be surplus to requirements of Barcelona. So he's one that's heading for the exit door. Yeah. Then we've got Arta as well. Surprising. It is surprising, but reports have suggested that he's been offered up in a swap deal for Pjanic of Juventus. I'd rather that, to be honest. Yeah, same, but he's younger. I mean, fair enough, he might not be at the same level yet, but he will definitely get there. Um, but it does mean that Man United's pursuit of Rabiot could hang on this deal going through or not. Um, well, yeah, obviously, if... Well, I don't know about that. Like, I don't see why Barcelona should be getting rid of Arta because he's high potential. Like, really high Very potential high potential. potential. And Pjanic's definitely not getting any younger, so... Odd, that, personally, that's it is. odd deal. It is, unless they're in that experience in midfield, but I, I don't know. Mm, time will tell, but I think that's a bit of an odd one, personally. Indeed. Uh, and then finally, another youngster, Osman Dembele, is reported to be for sale for as little as £37 million. Pounds. Taking some loss on him. Exactly, we're about 121 near the yeah, pavement. A lot of money from Dortmund, they're going from. Yeah, a lot of money. but at that price, it could literally end up anywhere. Yeah. Absolutely anywhere. Probably, well, many clubs would be interested in him. It's fair, 37 million. I know he has his injury problems, but he's still an extremely young player, so 37 million in today's market. Nothing. It's worth a shot, a shot at him, definitely. 100%. So, I mean, like, Chelsea, Arsenal and Spurs were the three Premier League clubs that instantly came to yeah. mind. Because, I mean, Arsenal could always do with attackers, especially if Aubameyang ends up leaving. Yeah. Uh, Spurs could always do with the backups for when Son and Kane and things like that. St- things start going wrong yeah, for them yeah. up front. And Chelsea are obviously going through that transitional stage at the minute, so... It it, it definitely... I'm trying to think if it, if it will start. He probably... Chelsea, yeah, yeah, it definitely. Make I it could a see him starting at yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, I'm trying, I was just going through every single team. I was like, you probably would get into 
most teams in the Premier League to be Thursman Dembele. So yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like and for thirty-seven million, like you say, anyone could sort of put that fee up these days yeah, in this day. Absolutely, like you'd be looking like Everton, um, Wolves, maybe. Yeah, like you could you could get teams sort of mid-table upwards pushing for him as well. Depends Sheffield if the United. Right. Yeah, but we're not mid-table, mate. We're we're top half. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Uh, <laughs> but nah, I'd, I'd love him, but I'd, I don't know if he'd fit with what we do. He does look like a Sheffield United sort of player. He's not hard enough. Yeah, he's, he's not He's not got the ability, mate. Let's be serious. Like, he's no Chris Basham. I was literally about to say Chris Basham. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. the epitome of, of I, Sheffield I, I, United. Yeah. <laughs> We'll move on to Germans' talk anyway, because um, both Dortmund and Bayern looked good in both the games over the weekend. Yeah, Sancho was on fire. As always. As always. He now holds the record for assists in a single season of Bundesliga history. He's a little good. It's little good a little is, good is uh, an understatement. He's insane. <sighs> And to think, if someone was clever enough to foresee his potential and how good he was going to be, what a guy that would be. Yeah, 100%. Should have just stayed at Watford. Should have. Should have. But on Tuesday, (laughs) what we do have, I know we don't tend to cover German football, but it's the only football Football. right now. Um, We do have the big game map. First versus second, Dortmund against Bayern. Big match, mate. Huge match. Big match. So Huge. Bayern are four points clear. So if Dortmund were to win, it'd cut the gap to just one point. Yes, and then any form of slip-up from Bayern, Dortmund could be in. Oh, or Bayern could just pull further away and cruise to another title. Yeah. So it's all to play for, really. Um, tight game. Obviously, form, they've both come back and both won their both matches so far. Like, but I don't know if yeah. it's... Still early days to see if the if that current form is going to be consistently too. That because still quite early starting to this restart of the season, but um, I could go either way. Generally, can't pick a favourite out of that. I want Dortmund to win. Oh, personally, I want Dortmund to win as well. Yeah, Dortmund, Haaland hat trick, and then Bayern sign him in summer. <laughs> <laughs> Understood if for Lewandowski there when Lewandowski's done, Haaland just steps in. Nah, Haaland won't done. be I don't think Haaland would have to buy it as a backup, mate. No chance. Oh no, but for for when Lewandowski's done, get Haaland in. Yeah, okay. Okay. There's a lot of similarities between them. Yeah. Um but back into the Premier League anyway, because we've had eight confirmed cases of COVID nineteen in the Premier League. Uh-huh. So Bournemouth and Watford have confirmed that they have had confirmed cases. They've not said how many. They've just said that they've had confirmed cases. I believe for the Watford one, it was a player and the assistant manager. Okay. I believe. Yeah. I could be wrong on that. Uh, and for Bournemouth, they've not issued who it, who it is mm-hmm. exactly, but they've had confirmed cases. Um, so what do you think this does to potential clubs going back into training? 
Obviously, they are getting regularly tested. So, obviously, they've had these confirmed cases now. They're probably looking a bit heavily more at bomb from Watford regarding the next round of testing, just to see, just to see that if the spread hasn't. But there'll be another test and another set of results before they even consider starting playing matches yet. So, they'll probably still be training, but they're still training social distancing. So, they should still be minimising the risk of infection passing. So, I don't think it'll, it might not change much, to be fair, to start off with, because I think they were expecting it. Yeah. Um, Hull have also claimed that they've that they were one of the clubs in the championship to have two cases of the virus in the second round of testing. So yeah. we're gonna get a lot of these confirmed cases. Of course we are. Of course we like are, a lot. Um but it all depends on how the club handles it from there. Yeah. As to how serious it can be, because you can have one confirmed case and then send them off to go and isolate and get the rest of the team training in small groups, like what they have been yeah. doing. And then when the person that has had it um, comes out of quarantine and then gets tested again, because they're getting tested twice weekly. Yeah. So there's opportunities to, to nip it in the bud before it gets too serious and get them out of the, the groups that they're in. And obviously when they're all clear and they keep testing and they've had clear tests for so many, like a two week period, something mm. like that, you'd assume that the only way that they could physically get it is by, say, going to a petrol station or going shopping yeah. or etc. Because they won't get it from each other. No. So, but I, I think I think the way that they've been handling it is quite good. They are taking the precautions, definitely. And if they are getting football back, they're doing what they can to try to make it as safe as possible. So I've got no issue with the way they're doing it to get football back. No, no. Um, so Premier League teams are back to training and many, many are for this, but plenty are against it as well on both a player and a fan perspective. So we've obviously spoke about Troy Deeney, Aaron yeah. his issues, Glenn Murray as well. You brought up the other week, Danny Rose yeah. has piped up as well. Uh, they've all had their say publicly, but N'Golo Kante, Matt, the nicest man on the planet. He is. Yeah, he's expressed his desire not to return to training to which Chelsea have backed his decision, which is fair. Yeah. But a lot of people are, are so 50-50 on this. Like, say, for example, you got a phone call tomorrow, Matt, and yeah. you were called into work and you had to go to work. Yeah. You'd go because that's your job. Mm. You're paid to do that. Yeah. Whereas if, for example, N'Golo Kante said, I'm not coming to work because I don't think it's safe. A lot of people are saying, well, they shouldn't be paid. If, for example, like in the situation you said with me, if I didn't believe it was safe to go back, I wouldn't be going straight back to work, personally. Oh, so so you're... If it wasn't wasn't, wasn't safe, no. Right, okay. Well, what what if, say, for example, you're in the situation of a footballer now? So you're you're a Premier League footballer. You've had all this time off, etc. They've they've come with come at you with a plan of we're going to test you twice weekly. We're going to put you in small training groups with people that obviously haven't come in contact with it and have been tested. Yeah, and it's come back negative, etc. And you you had that assurance that the people that were around you didn't have it. Um, I personally, with that, I'd probably feel safe enough to go back to play personally. Me, yeah, me personally, yeah, but like. If I knew for a fact if it wasn't safe, I wouldn't be going back. No, but if I've had reassurances that it is going to be safe, we are putting precautions in 
place to make work safe. Social distancing is going to still be a part. You're not going to be face-to-face with whatever, stuff like that. I'd feel safe yeah. to go back to work in a football life or my real life. So, yeah, personally. Oh, that's all right then. Because I, I don't have any objections with people turning around and saying, I don't want to go back because it's not safe. Mm. No, I've got I no objections that. to that. Because um, why, why would you want to put yourself or your family at risk? Yeah. So it's, it's plain and simple. And it's company's discretion as to whether they pay you or not. So if, if you say to a company, I'm not coming back to work because I don't feel like it's safe, the company can then say, right, well, you're going to have to claim sick pay or we'll keep your pay as is. Yeah. Until you feel like it's safe to come back, that's that's their call. So yeah. if Chelsea still wants to pay him, perfectly fine. That's their decision. So the only the only issue that that might have is other players then saying, "I don't want to play." I well, actually, to stay off. yeah, like that could be one repercussion to it. So I I don't know how they're going to deal with that in house, but obviously, in time we'll know that because more will come out from it. Um, but Kante is arguably one of Chelsea's biggest players oh, as well. Easily could mean that he's he could miss the rest of the season if uh, if there's still cases going Absolutely. around. Yeah, I would so expect it would that, be that. That could be quite big for Chelsea. That in that Champions League place push. No, it, to, it will uh, affect them. We'll have to see how that develops. Uh, but the government has published guidelines for elite athletes to begin a, a carefully phased return to contact training. Yeah. So the Premier League have set up a vote for players and clubs to vote for or against the decision on Wednesday. So it'd be bigger groups and actual contact training. So we're getting ever so closer. Yeah. Uh, what, which, what do you make? To well, the obviously, they want to make... They've got to try and make put these steps in to try to make football back to normal as soon as they can. And obviously, at the moment, they really can't be doing that much defensive training because defensive is contact training. It's You've got to slide tackle people. Obviously, you're doing it on the yeah, football exactly. pitch, but you're not going to encourage that sort of behaviour where you don't need to, for a safety reason, like in training. Yeah. But to get it back to the Premier League to where the teams are constantly doing drills or defending to make it... Premier League standard back to the top that it needs to be. They need to start introducing these bits and pieces, but obviously they've just got to do when the time's right and when they do deem it's safe to do so. Yeah, like if, if they've been training in small groups, like we just said about the the no positive cases within the small groups, etc. Merge two groups together, keep the tests running, see how that goes for a few days, and then move on to a bit of contact training within them small groups, yeah. etc. And just gradually ease into it. Like, like it says in that statement, a carefully phased return to contract training. Yeah. So start in small groups and build it up. And then eventually you'll get to a point where you're ready to play even so much as five-a-side games or or like push it up even more, like add an extra player each side yeah, every yeah. week or something like that. I don't know. Um, but you're never going to be match fit until you've played football. Absolutely. Like pro- proper football, not just training. But it's like conditionally, you could be fit enough, but it's, it's sharpness. It's yeah, yeah, that's it. Like match day sharpness, you need that, and the only way you're going to get that is by playing football. Yeah. So there's going to be a lot of shaky results when uh, when things start back up again. Yeah. But the thing that the thing that pleases me though is there's not a if things start back up again. It's when yeah. things start back up again. Now, like we know that for a fact, football will be coming back. We don't have an exact date. It could get pushed back even further, but we do know it's coming back. It will be back at some point, yes. 
Yeah, at some point. It may not be this year, may not be next year, but it will be back. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what is crazy? This mm. weekend just gone should have been the FA Cup final and playoff finals. Yeah, bank holiday weekend. It would have been the championship playoff final today. I think yeah, that's going to be the Monday. The most exciting and and um, expensive games in football. Yeah. And they would have been happening. This afternoon. Well, we would have been talking about them right now. Yeah. Um, like right now as we're recording. And how... Who would have won the FA Cup, Matt? Let, let's picture a final right now. Who would have won I'll it? be honest, mate. It's been that long. I can't remember what team is <laughs> still in it. Chef United, still in it. Oh. We were due to play Arsenal on March 22nd. Oh, Arsenal through then. Give us, a, give us another Oh, behave. Behave. <laughs> <laughs> Man City was still in it. Yep. Um, Liverpool were out. Yep. Chelsea was still in it. I think they were playing Man United, were they? Um, no. Did Man United not beat Chelsea? I can't remember, that. <laughs> oh, God. Wow, this is so bad, isn't it? <laughs> it's been that long now. I forgot about... Do you, know, do you know what's even worse? Is we've watched that many reruns of football... Yeah. Like old football, yeah, I can't I've remember. Not, I've, not watched, I've not watched a single rerun of a match. I'll be fair, I've watched some Champions League reruns of this season, but I've not watched any league English league football reruns. Yeah, same. I've seen like the odd couple of goals here and there, you know, like the the goal of the months and yeah, things yeah. like that. But I've not seen, I've not seen no like scores. I can't remember anything Matt, from this season. Not really at the moment. I really can't. <laughs> the only thing I can remember is Edna Stevens. Like goal in top left corner. Couldn't tell you who it was against. Fair, mate. I couldn't tell you anything. I forgot, <laughs> I, I forgot Sheffield United were in the Premier League. So. <laughs> yeah, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is a shame we're missing out on the playoff finals and things. But speaking of playoffs, mm. so League One still remains undecided. Yep. So there's been no decision made on it. Obviously, we spoke a couple of weeks back about um, League Two and how they dealt with things. And then moving up the leagues is better than moving down the leagues with yeah. the decisions because it helps the league above have plans in place. So in League One, <laughs> options are being explored yeah. and that there's talks of promoting the top two, which would be Coventry and Rotherham. So they'd automatically go up. And then, <laughs> this is bizarre. So, And then holding an eight-team playoff with quarterfinals yeah. to settle for the final promotion place okay. because of it being so tight in that League One yeah. top half. Because it is crazy. We spoke about it when we spoke about League Two because it was something like three points separates top and eight. Yeah, something. we went through that last week, I believe. It's such it's so tight between, well, the eight teams. So, so it, right. w- it would be fair to hold an eight-team playoff. Yeah. It's just the case of playing those games. Yeah, and where to play like, them and all that jazz comes around again. So, a hundred percent think it should be a neutral venue and just one leg. Yeah. No yeah. home and away. Oh yeah, definitely, because... definitely don't have home and away fixtures at the moment. No. Yeah, because then when then we're extending it to what you'd you'd have sixteen for first games, and then you'd have a further eight for the semis. Like uh, it, it just be, it won't. It'd be weird. There'd be too many games to play. You've gone the you've gone one too heavy there, mate. It's eight then four. No, sorry, it's because you've said sixteen. It's, it's, it, it's yeah, four sixteen. Matches. It's four matches twice. There's eight matches. It's quarterfinals, eight teams. Play each other twice. Well, home and away. That's straight eight matches. 
Oh yeah, duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah with you. Sorry. Sorry, I just doubled eight in my head. <laughs> <I know you laughs> <did. laughs> Maths ain't my strong point. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it would be too much football to play anyway. Yeah, agreed. Um, but the neutral venue thing would work because, as Matt's just clarified for me, it would be four games, <laughs> and then two games, and then one game. So it it won't be too horrific. It depends where they'd be able to play them. I mean, because of maybe League Two not needing them, could a deal be made to maybe play some games at League Two grounds? Potentially, yeah. I know it's not ideal given the circumstances, but would you rather have an opportunity to get promoted or not? Oh yeah, they'd still want to get promoted. All these teams, exactly. So they'll they'll be they'll they'll be happy to do that. I think. Yeah. So like League Two grounds aren't being used at the minute. We know that they're done for the season. So get in touch with them and play them there, I think it's probably the best bet. Yeah. And then we'll have a decider for League One, and then it'll just be the championship that needs sorting. But do you think they could cover being able to come back? What do you mean by... Well, the, say that again. Financially. Oh, um... I think some could and some couldn't. I think it's weird in championship. There's... there's, there's... There's enough money in the championship still, I think. But what, even down the bottom end? There's still money. TV rights and that, because there's still a lot of tele- there would normally be still a lot of televised championship matches played. So there is a little bit of money in the championship. Definitely more, a lot more than League 1 and League 2. Yeah, 100% more than League 1 League 2. Like League 1 and League 2 are quite similar in the payouts and things like that, yeah. aren't they? Because they're not televised as often. Not so their their income mainly comes from fans and cup runs. Must say revenue and yeah, cup runs. Yeah. So but it's it's like the, the Burton Albion thing with um Nigel Clough stepping down. Yeah. To help the club stay afloat because he said, Look, I'm not really doing anything. Him and the chairman obviously spoke over video call, whatever it is they've done they've done. Yeah. And he's agreed to step down to help the club financially. And then uh, Jake Buxton stepped up to be the player manager for now. Yeah. So they've sacrificed the manager that they really rely on because yeah. being a big part of Burton. He, he's been Cuff. he's been good for Burton. Yeah, massive yeah. part. Kind of like Eddie Howard, Bournemouth, yeah. Nigel Cuff for Burton. So yeah, like it's all about sacrifice, really, isn't it? Yeah. More than anything. <laughs> so. The, like Peterborough in a sort of situation as uh, Port Vale on points per games they'll drop out of playoffs yeah so if it was decided like that and they did the exact same as League 2 I think Peterborough will be one of the ones to miss out on it mm. and it's always Peterborough they always finish just outside the playoffs <sighs> just one of those so things ain't it this yeah yeah Right, we shall move on to our Who Am I's anyway, because that is all the talking points from this week. So, Matt, yes. oh, I'll quickly refresh the listeners on theirs first, shall I? So, your player has played with Ashley Cole, yes. Sven Bender, and Socrates. Matt, your player has played with Kieran Agard, Roque Santa Cruz, and Scott Parker. Yeah. Do you have a clue? Do you think I Do know? Do you have a guess? I think you do because you're a freaking nature at these. Julian Lescott. It's not. It is. But it could be. <sighs> God damn it, it could Oh no, I've messed up. No. <laughs> oh be, it, damn it, it, it could, could be, be as well. 
Yeah, it could be. I'm going to have to get your point on that either way, Anna, because you've found Kieran it Agard played Damn for it. Everton. Julian Lescott was at Everton. Lescott was at um, Man City with Rocky Santa Cruz, and he played alongside Scott Parker for England. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be Lescott. God damn it, how did I not? Right, who did was... Lescott play in the game that Kieran Agard played in, though? I don't know. I'm assuming he did. Because I've checked this. Well, right, Agard, and... I don't know, Agard did... played cup game, league game, and probably some Europe for Everton at that point. So might... He played in a 4-0 win over Hull. Yeah. In the League Cup, the right. Carling Cup, as it was known then. Uh, but it wasn't Lescott that I had in mind. Do you have any other guesses who it could be? No, because I was just thought, let's go. Damn it, I can't believe I've. It's been a while since we've done that as well. I'm so disappointed. It is Jack Rodwell. Yeah, to be fair, I did think of Jack Rodwell, but I went with Kieran Agard. I mean, um, Julian Lescott, sorry. <laughs> I went with Kieran Agard, yeah, because he's on the list. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure, oh, he's, played, is, I'm pretty gonna... sure he's played with Julian Lescott. Yeah, it, it will have. It will have. Right, I just brought, brought Agard's wiki page up. First team debut was away with a Hull in the League Cup match. He played his Premier League for Chelsea against Chelsea. He's played in Europe. He's played in a few games for Everton. Has he? He only says he's played one. Yeah, is it, where have you pulled this from? Wiki? Yeah. Yeah, they only show <laughs> league games. All oh, right, okay, fair one. <laughs> so that 4-0 oh, win of Hull isn't even that one game on that list that'll be the game do, against do you know Chelsea I, I checked as well about the 4-0 win against Hull and they both came on as subs Agard and Rodwell yeah. I believe oh no I think Rodwell played the full game but Agard came on as a sub and I was like yes they played like 6 minutes of football together yay <laughs> god damn it Oh, well, you get a point. You're on 15 now. Well done, you. Thank you. I've not got a clue on this one either. Who are my players? Uh, Teddy Sheringham, Harry Maguire and Jamal Lascelles. I've not got a clue. (laughs) I literally literally don't even know where to start with this. I haven't even got a guess. So, it's... (laughs) I literally don't have a guess. Uh, McGoldrick. Incorrect. <laughs> Do you want no clues? Anything? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. This is bad, isn't it? Yeah. Is it really obvious? Nope. Because you gave me Kieran Aitgaard, I gave you a hard one. <laughs> That's the that's the downside of putting... So what we do is we put the, the names in the dock in front of us. And I put mine in like first thing this morning. So Matt's obviously seen that I put Kieran Agar and thought, you know what? I'm gonna do yet. <laughs> and he has. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm just not gonna put him in dock from now on. I'm just gonna read them off. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Do you know who I was gonna do for you? I was gonna do Scott Sinclair, because he played um in that Great Britain team. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, no, let's not. Let's not do that. Yeah, I don't, yeah. So Sheringham is West Ham, Spurs, Man United. Yep. Maguire, Sheffield United, Hull. Um, who did he go on loan to? Oh, a few teams, mate. He's been around. Leicester and obviously Man United. I don't think it's a Man United player because that's. I think it's got to be like a Newcastle player. 
Okay, we have, did Maguire go on loan to Forest? Why have I got Forest in my head? Oh God, did he go on loan to Forest or not? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I've got no idea who this could be. Do you want a clue? All. Yeah, just give me a clue. Right. He played at Teddy Sheringham at Man United. He yeah. played with Harry Maguire at Sheffield United. And he played with Jamal Lascelles at Nottingham Forest. A former Man United player. Yep. That played for Sheffield United. When did Harry Maguire play for us? What sort of era was that? Like, 2010 till about 2014? I don't know. <laughs> What former Man United players have we had? This player is a defender, mainly a left back. Left back that we've had. Did he play for us for long? Um, I think it was a loan spell, one season. Off the top of my is head. Is it Joe Riley? No. Ender Stevens, Dunning Bottom, Joe Riley. I can't think of any Sheffield left backs right now, but Ender Stevens. Oh my god. A left back that's played for us and played for Man United came on loan to us. Oh, mate, you're killing me, yeah. No, I'm glad. <laughs> you're killing me. Could it be Ender Stevens? No. No, he's not played for Man United. Because I'm sure we had Ender Stevens when Maguire was still there. Oh, my God. When did he, when did he play with Lascelles? Yeah, not Forest. How obvious is it now? <laughs> you what? No idea. How obvious is this now? <laughs> now that you've given the clues, um, still quite hard, obviously. <sighs> what nationality are they? Um, just double check that. I think he's English, but I'll just double check. I don't want to give you some false information. Yeah, English. Right, so an English left back. But, get this, he's played for the Gibraltar national side. What? Yep, free caps for Gibraltar. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. He had a loan spell in Belgium as well. He finished his career in 2014. So he's retired. So he's old. Well, if he's played with Teddy Sheringham, mate, he's got to be old. Yeah, but he could have been like a, a proper kid. Well, he was a kid because he finished in 2014, mate. So he was a kid at oh, that point. Oh, you said he played with Sheringham at Man United, didn't you? He did play with Sheringham at Man United. 
Yeah. Where did Sheringham finish his career? It's Stevenage. Uh, that sounds right. Could be. Oh, man, I've not got a clue. I'm trying to think of left back. So we've had lone left backs, the ones I can think of. Joe Riley, that we've had recently, and you said it weren't him. It was at Sheffield um, United in 2013. To when we're in League One. Getting smashed had, by Carlisle. Those days. <laughs> we've had Danny Higginbottom. We've had. Who else? Ender Stevens, Danny Higginbottom, Joe Riley. Um. Oh my god, mate, this is doing my head in. <laughs> this is actually doing my head in. I'm, I can't I'm, think of what else is that. I'm finding this hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Um, why Why is it whenever we do this, I just blank on every single player, like, ever? You know what's really funny? What? You said the player's name in the list, but you haven't said, is it Tim? What? You've said the player's name, but you've not said it as an answer. You've just been listing players up. <laughs> when did I say his name? I'm telling you that, but you said his name. Oh, my God. So I've said it? Yeah, but not as an answer. You're like, you just, oh, we had this player, we had that player. But you're like, oh, but can't, uh, I don't know if it's them. But who else have we had? But you've not been asking, you've not been saying Danny this. Higginbottom? Yes. Is it? Yes. Danny What? Yeah. Wow. Well, what, what, why is that not, why is that not sound right to you? I don't know, I just didn't know they played for Man United. <laughs> yeah, that is great at Man United as a kid. I could understand the Forest thing, because he weren't really that good of a player, to be honest. But, <laughs> it's Danny Higginbottom. So I'm sat there going, we've had Danny Higginbottom. Yeah, that's why I thought I was after, I was like, I was like, has he just said his name? Then he said it again, I was like, oh God, he's a right idiot, this guy. As if. Oh my God, as if. I never yeah. knew he played for Man United. Yeah, never knew. To be fair, I couldn't tell you half the clubs he's played for. I just knew that he weren't that good for us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really annoying, that. Good. Oh, Jesus Christ. So that's ten minutes of my brain blowing up for the podcast. Yeah. So hope <laughs> you enjoyed that, listeners. It means I'm still on nine because I'm useless and I can't get anything right, apparently. Even when I'm... Sp- Spinning off answers in my head and saying them out loud and the right and ugh. could be worse, really mate. You could head. spend an hour of your time trying to work something out on Twitter and then not then, then oh my god, answer. yeah, oh my god. So if anyone's seen this this picture that was going round, that let me just see if I can find it again and I'll read read off the clues. So I spent literally about an hour trying to trying to sort this out. Well, trying to work it out because so, someone uh, someone sent it to me saying help because this is doing wedding. So. I, tried to help so it says i've played in england france italy and spain i've won the champions league i've played with cristiano ronaldo but not with rafael varan i've played with fernando torres but not steven gerrard i've played with ashley cole but not thierry Henry. i've played with eric abidal but not with lionel messi i am still playing my professional football career and i have over 50 caps for my country it absolutely killed me i would Every possibility that I could think of, I was coming up with in my head. Like, I, I was, oh, it was stressing me out so much. So I sent it to Matt saying, like, can you help with this at all? Because Matt's like a freak of nature with these. 
And then we'd already gone through the possibilities of like SEN, car value, etc. And Matt came back with SEN and we're like, well, it, it can't be because he's played with Varane. SEN had to be the closest, though. Yeah, yeah. Had to be. And then about after an hour, the person that originally sent it to me, Glenn Green, sent me a screenshot on Twitter um, that basically says the answer to guess the player challenge is friendship. It's not about SEN or Carvalho. It's about the conversations you rarely have with your mates. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, this has made me not want to speak to you anymore. <laughs> like, this is, oh my God. <laughs> it was too my head in. Like, we were coming up with so many different possibilities. But yeah, it, um, it got us big. How, how much were you actually thinking about it, Matt? Did it did it pull you aside for a bit? Um, you sent it across, looked at it. I was like, had a, had a little thing, put it down. Then went back to it, I was like... And right, then it I'll, was there, wasn't it? I'll have a proper guess. It was there with back of your head, wasn't it? <laughs> I was like, it's Michael Essien, I think. So I sent it off. Then you sent it back, it's like it's not... I was literally about to send about five minutes before, but I just looked around and I was like, I was like, I generally don't think there could be an answer. I generally, I was like, I was thinking my head through it, I was like, there can't be an answer. I was going to send it, obviously I didn't, on hindsight, but... I'd gone through possibilities of the Monaco 2013 squad that got absolutely raided, former Chelsea Portuguese or French players, Arsenal players that have played um, pre-1999, before Thierry Henry joined, um, Roma players, where Ashley Cole went out to. Uh, Yeah, it was was a nightmare. I was going through all sorts of different teams, trying to just find a player that could possibly... it It was horrible. I hated it. I hated it. So thanks for bringing that up, Matt, to just, just add to my who am I dilemmas even more. <laughs> I'm just clearly not very good at them, but I'll still take part. Why not? Cause... You're not that bad, mate. It's it's a lot of pressure. It's hard work. Don't patronise me, you little shit. <laughs> hey! Sorry, Mum, for James swearing. But... <laughs> right, let's disappear anyway, because... We've just been babbling now. So, if you would like to get in touch and also enter into our raffle slash giveaway slash charity event slash prize draw stuff, uh, you can do so by finding us on Facebook or Twitter by searching for... Fully Foundry at Football Foundry. Keep an eye out for that post because it will be coming up every so often. I'll keep sharing it again and uh, we'll update when teams have officially been taken as well. Uh, like we say, there's roughly around £60 that could potentially be won at the moment. So the more people that are getting on it, the higher the, the prize money is. So keep getting in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also find our website by typing in... www.thefootballfoundry.com And a huge thank you to our partners, the Beautiful Game Network. You can find them on Twitter by searching for... And finally, a huge thank you to Roughneck Scarves, the official scarf supplier, the MLS, USL, and US Soccer. You can get yourself a custom-made scarf or face mask from roughneckscarves.com. Sorry, Matt, I took the roughneckscarves.com thing off you then. Sorry, I just got too carried away. I do apologise about that. I'll give it back to you next week, I promise. Uh, So, yeah, that that is everything from us this week. So, if you would like to say goodbye, Matt. Goodbye, Matt. Thank you very much for listening and we'll be back again next week. Bye.